0: And honestly, it's one of the only shows that after I watch it, I'm like, I should start working out. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And today's episode, we're just going to talk about some of our favorite TV shows. And like, we just want to give some recommendations to all of you guys. I know a lot of people listen or probably watch the same things that we do. Mm -hmm. And people are always constantly looking for TV recommendations, especially during this time of of a pandemic. (laughs) So yeah, that's what we're going to be covering today. I'd say most of it's probably reality TV. Um, We kind of like to call that trash TV a little bit. Yes, yes,
1: (laughs) yes. But also like some of those other kind of good fun, I'd say more girly, like female empowerment type shows that we like to watch Mm -hmm. too. So I'm excited to dive into some of those. But I'm always so hesitant to start a new TV show. And I usually won't like unless somebody suggests it to me. That's why, like, on Netflix, when they have, like, the top 10 shows, I'm like, okay, like, I can watch these. But, you know, when you scroll through Netflix or Hulu and you're like, I don't know what the frick to watch, you know, like, yeah, I it's know hard fe- to pick it out. I
0: know the feeling, but I feel like I am constantly that person that I always watch. I, like, if anything looks interesting to me, I'll watch the first episode. I'd say I probably 90% of the time end up not liking the first episode of a show, so I never go back to it. But sometimes I do that and I don't get hooked on a show. And then like months later, it becomes a really popular trending show. And everybody else is like, have you watched it? You should Mm -hmm. watch it. And I'm like, well, fuck, I didn't think it was that interesting. And so then I go back in and I almost have like a different mindset going into it.
1: You're like, oh, this is good.
0: Yeah. Where I'm like, "Okay, people really like this. I should give it a better shot. And then I end up really liking Mm -hmm. it. So it's kind of funny. Like I did that with Breaking Bad back in the day. Yeah.
1: That's actually funny. Well, it is hard to decide just based on like a cover photo. Like you you know, and like the title of a show. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have a little bit of a backstory. So we hope we can help you find some TV shows that you love.
0: hmm Um, so we're gonna start with what we are currently watching.
1: Yeah. So we're currently watching one TV show together, and it's called Revenge.
0: Which we've already watched. We're just watching it.
1: It's a rewatch. Again. <laughs> a re-watch. <laughs> it's a rewatch. No, but Revenge is actually a really good show. It's just one of those ones that it's like you get hooked in. Every episode leaves you on like a cliffhanger. So you have to watch the next episode. Mm -hmm. Me and Jessica, we had this conversation. She was like... We ended one episode, and she was like, I can't just leave it there. <laughs> yep. Like, we had to start another. And I realized you literally have to pause in the middle of an episode. Yep. That's the only way that you're going to, like, get away from the TV. That's
0: literally it? what we do every yeah. night when we watch it. We're, like, halfway through an episode, and I'm like, okay, let's call it. Yeah. Like, nothing's happening right now. Let's just turn it off for the night.
1: Yep. <laughs> well, it's because when they air it on, like, national TV, they want to leave you on a cliffhanger yep. to come back next week. But we get a binge watch this shit, so...
0: So Revenge is on Netflix. The main star in it is Emily Van Camp, and she's like one of my favorite actresses. Mm-hmm. I first saw her in Revenge, and now she's also in another one of my favorite TV shows called The Resident, which we're not going to talk about that today, but it's a medical show, um, and it's on Hulu if you do want to watch it. She's also the main character in that, so that's also a good one, but first saw her in Revenge. um, I don't know if you you want to describe the plot of Revenge. It's kind of complicated. I feel like. I mean, it is
1: very complicated. I also think
0: it's on Hulu, not Netflix. It used to be. On okay, Netflix, yeah, but now sorry. It's on Hulu. Used yeah. to be on Netflix the first time I watched it. Now it's on Hulu. We're
1: assuming you have every single streaming platform. Like if you we don't, do. you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, Revenge is a TV show, and it's kind of like the aftermath of. It's about this girl, and her dad was accused of.
0: A terrorist act.
1: Uh, Yeah, a terrorist act. And he was put on trial and accused of something that she now knows that he's innocent Mm -hmm. of. So basically, she goes back to the town that they lived in when she was a kid after she's been in jail and, like, had all of this shit to get revenge on these people who set up her dad. Yeah. And she has this whole, like, fake life. And... It just it's really interesting to play it out. It's kind of stressful, too, because she's lying like about everything in the show. So
0: I can't even hold a lie for longer than like 10 minutes in my life. And this girl holds it for like years in this show. So it's so impressive.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And there's so many different complicated pieces that come up. But it's it's very intriguing. Mm -hmm. There's like romance in it. I don't know. It's just a good show.
0: Um, It's set in the Hamptons, right? Yes. So it's like beautiful scenery the whole time. Yeah. Um, it's like you're constantly seeing the beach, you know. It also kind of has small town vibes at the same time, though, which is what I really like. Mm-hmm. I really like small town vibes a lot. And so that show is like, you know, a close knit like community. Everybody knows each other kind of vibe. So yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah, every time we watch that show when they do like an aerial type view of the yeah. beach, just cause like I just love these aerial. Yeah, views. it's like
0: drone shots. Mm-hmm. Like just it's so pretty. It, um everybody's also really rich in it, which is interesting.
1: Yeah. I swear the beach in that show reminds me of like one of the beaches near where we live now. And when I went to the beach, it was like Iverson beach. I think it was called in kameno Island. I was like, this reminds me of revenge. Like, yeah,
0: I need to go there you know? since you said that I've been wanting to go there. I almost went there yesterday, but didn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of drama. Everybody's attractive. That's number one thing <laughs> I always say about most of the shows that I watch.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a recurring theme of this episode. <laughs> But yeah, that's definitely something that we're currently watching together. Mm -hmm. But then we're also both watching a series right now, but we're watching it separately. Yeah, because
0: you started it before me and recommended it to me. So now I started it and I'm obsessed.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I am always kind of looking for those like fun, girly type shows. Like I like Emily in Paris. I like... A couple of other shows that we're going to suggest and this one fits within that characteristic 100% it's called the bold type and it's about these three friends who live in I think it's New York City and they work at a fashion magazine called Mm -hmm. Scarlet and one of them's a social media manager one of them's a writer and one of them works in the fashion department and it just kind of like showcases their lives like at work outside of work and all of that and I love it.
0: Yeah. They're like best friends. Like they met at work and then became best friends and there's three of them. Yeah. And it just highlights, um, it highlights a lot of like hot ticket items like that are going oh, on in the so. world. Um, you know, like politics, yeah. it, um, has like, I don't know some like, I mean, it doesn't have that much like racial stuff in it, it does a little later bit later on. Okay. Yeah.
1: Actually I have been looking at, cause I'm in season two actually I may be in season three now and I was looking at the dates that these shows that they aired Uh because I was like this seems so relevant to some of the stuff that's going on. So Maybe I just haven't gotten to those parts yet. Yeah but it's weird because it it wasn't filmed like recently Mm -hmm. so it just goes to show that some of the shit has been going on in our world for a long time but I like shows that like make me feel empowered and mm-hmm. excited about, like, work and creating, too. So this is kind of one of those shows that allows me to, like, check out and, like, unwind, but also gets me excited yes. to be that person, you know?
0: I feel like after watching it, I get really creative, and I feel like I start thinking about all of these ideas that I want to do for, like, my own shit or, like, for the podcast just because mm-hmm. they're working at this magazine and they're constantly creating content. So mm-hmm. it, like, makes you inspired to create content, mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah. I also... Feel like I like how much they talk about sex in it. Yeah. Like it's a woman's magazine and they're very like sex positive in it. Yep. Like they're not ashamed to talk about it. Yep. And that's something obviously, you know, that like I try to not be like timid in talking about sex stuff because it's like we all fucking do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're like they're really open about it on the Mm -hmm. show, but not in like a vulgar or like a gross way. Like they just talk about it casually. And I feel like that's what it should be like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I like that about the show. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, Um, another show that I'm currently watching. Is the challenge. I will go into that because it's my all time favorite show. I just can't get enough of it, you guys. I am a challenge freak. Um, it, It probably started with Real World. I feel like most people probably know what Real World is, the TV show from MTV where they just take a bunch of strangers, put them in a house together, and just give them a bunch of booze, and you just watch shit just unfold. Drama. People, you know, start hooking up. People start getting in fights. It's just drama. I always loved Real World. But now the challenge is like a spin off from real world. So they took like, like fan favorites. Mm-hmm. So this is a reality show. I should mm-hmm. say that too. Um, whereas the last two revenge and bold type aren't reality TV. Yeah. They're just TV shows. Um, so the challenge is reality TV. They take all the fan favorites from real world seasons, put them in a house together. It's usually set in like a really cool foreign country. Mm-hmm. So like, I think right now they're in like Honduras or something like it's some place that like you don't know much about Mm -hmm. is where usually where it's like filmed. Um, Put them all in a house together. But it's not just like drama. They make them do these like physical competitions. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I just think. The way that they film it, at least now, not back in the day. So, if, like, you watch season one, you're not going to be impressed if you just turn that on and start with that. But, like, watch the nowadays challenges. They were filmed, like, an action movie, honestly. And the setup, just, like, the... No, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the um the props, like okay. the props and like the staging of like the competitions that yeah. they put them in and so everything badass. is just so badass and so cool. And honestly, it's one of the only shows that after I watch it, I'm like, I should start working out. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many things in life that like make me think I should start working out. And that show does that to me. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> they put people through some really challenging tests and ultimately they're trying to be the last ones. To yeah. win money, yeah. right? It's a
0: competition show. Um like the winner takes a million dollars. So it's a lot of money. Yeah. So you have people who come into the show that are like best friends and then they end up stabbing each other in the back because they want the million dollars, mm-hmm. and eventually you have to vote your friend off the show. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like if people have seen Survivor, it's yeah. pretty similar to that. But they
1: vote them into a challenge yeah. where they then compete they against can fight each other to stay. and the person that loses goes home. The person that wins stays. Watching yeah. these with you, like, recently, they're so freaking intense. Mm-hmm. And I just think about, like, the mental strength that some of this shit would take and, like, the bravery and the courage. I would be so fearful to do half of the shit that they have to do. Like, I... Yeah.
0: I I don't know how people even go on the show. <laughs> there's a They definitely gear the challenges around people's biggest fears yes. too. Almost like Fear Factor. Do yeah. you remember Fear Except Factor? Except there's no like snakes and spiders. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing like that. But they do have like the eating challenges where they make them eat like cow brains and like shit like that. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. But then there's also like f- a lot of it has to do with like people's fear of heights. Yes. So they make you do a lot of competitions where you're like. So many fucking feet in the Mm -hmm. air And you're just terrified It's just It's so intriguing And I just have so many people On that show That I've followed For many years now Mm -hmm. I mean the challenge I think there's like Over 30 seasons Of it Total Yeah it's
1: funny Because now that like we live together and you've been watching this and you're like so obsessed with it you're like you need to watch this new season watching it with you it brings back memories because I did used to watch this show like in high school Uh so it's just it's funny like that I watched it before but you're like so obsessed with it now I don't know
0: you guys when the new season just premiered I cried during the first episode. Like during the opening scene of the first episode of this latest season, I just cried. Why? And I don't know. I just get so emotional when wait. I I wait like months for it to re premiere and then when it finally premieres, it feels like fucking Christmas morning That's so to me. Funny. I just love it. And that was when I knew that. I was just a crazy fucking challenge fan. So That's,
1: yeah. Well, and they actually pull a lot of the cast from the challenge, like you said, from the real world, but yeah. there's also some other reality TV shows that they pull. Contestants yeah. So from. they pull
0: contestants from, are you the one, which mm-hmm. is another MTV show. They pull them from big brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've started to pull people from UK reality shows. Like so love Island. love Island, which we're going to talk about next. Um, <laughs> And they pull it from, like, American Ninja Warrior. They've started pulling oh, people that's from badass. that show. Okay,
1: that's, like, what an advantage. Well, they've started, they've start.
0: They have had a few um, professional athletes that they've pulled in lately, like the girl from the Olympics, like the Olympic runner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lolo Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, or hurdler. I don't remember what she does. You
1: know, I think I'd actually be really pissed off if I like came from like just reality TV, like the real world. And then I'm competing against this like Olympic athlete. I'd be like, how, like what the
0: fuck? Well, what's funny is the people that have been on the challenge for, that started, you know, just in real world and have now been on the challenge for many, many, many years, they consider themselves a high-functioning athlete. Okay. So they're not scared of these professional athletes that come in. They're just like, like, they, they're I like, mean, most of them are, doing. okay, most people on the show are incredibly fit and mm-hmm. incredibly, like, able to do all of these challenges. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, they pulled Gabby from Love Island yeah. and put her on and the challenge. and she's, like, crying the whole time. And she's terrified. Like, she's like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm, like, not at the same level. So, yeah, some of them feel that, that would shock. Be
1: I would be Gabby. I would be crying and asking to go home. <laughs> no, but that, I guess, could bring us into Love Island. Is there yes. anything you want to talk about? No, else? no. Okay. So, Love Island is another reality <laughs> TV show that we like. And and everyone's hot. <laughs> No seriously so Love Island is kind of like a reality dating show and in a way it's kind of like The Bachelor but it's totally different than The yes. Bachelor because everybody gets coupled up from mm-hmm. the beginning. There's and then,
0: even amounts of guys and girls most of the time or close to even. Yes
1: yeah so it's not like one guy and like 30 girls. It's like five guys, five girls. And then they'll bring in like two new girls and then the guys will be able to recouple with the new girls. So it's really just like testing the strength of your relationship and your connection and making sure that you're like a good fit for each other, Mm -hmm. especially as these new people come in and like are interested in the person that you're seeing or whatever.
0: And I love that show. I love it too. I'm seriously obsessed with Love Island. Mm -hmm. I think it's really good balance between like physical attraction and genuine connection mm-hmm. because they give people enough time to build genuine connections. Yeah. Um, but you're also in like a fucking bikini the whole time because it's always somewhere tropical. So yeah. like you're always half naked around each other, yeah. which like obviously is just driving everybody crazy the whole time. Yeah. But then like they let you build this genuine connection and then they bring in two new hot people to like test be like, you know, the, The cover of the book you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like you see the hot person walk into the bar and you're like damn but like they're really hot too yeah and it's like are you gonna stay with the connection that you just made or are you gonna go to the new toy that just walked Mm -hmm. in like Mm -hmm.
1: and then if and then essentially you put yourself at risk because if you're not in a couple you put yourself at risk to go home yeah or if you fuck up and you like really piss people off Mm -hmm. they actually have people like the audience vote Mm -hmm. because they air this like yeah if you watch it live
0: you can vote while you're watching it yeah
1: so it's like if you do something and the fans are like that person fucked up they could vote you off and then your couple could be left yeah alone too so yeah so it's
0: a competition show too the winning couple takes money Mm -hmm. which is kind of also interesting because then they put in the money aspect of it too to where like you're not just building connections you're actually like you might be building a connection with somebody that's faking it just so that they can win the money at the end. Like you don't really know that Mm -hmm. until you get to the end and you see what happens.
1: I always think it's interesting that they kind of do that too. And then people come on the show and they're always like, I came here and I didn't really expect that I would find somebody that I like really liked. So in a way, everybody's like, I came here for the money exactly. to be on reality TV. I didn't expect to find somebody. But then, but then it's the best when you realize that the couples are still together after the yes. show. I get so excited. Mm-hmm. Like there's one couple I'm thinking of right now that like has a baby and I'm like,
0: this is Which like Which couple com- is that
1: Cam- Camille and I can't remember the guy that she ends up with, but let's not spoil it.
0: Well, that's true. No spoilers.
1: I think it's Camille. Yeah, but it's just a really, really good series.
0: Um, Something that's important to note, though, is we like I was watching the show for quite a while. So there's three countries that they premiered in mm-hmm. um, UK, I believe, was what started Love yep. Island then Australia picked it up and yeah. then the U.S. picked it up. So yes. UK has the most seasons. I think there's like seven seasons or something. And they're
1: like the longest seasons. Yeah. They're like 40 to 55 yeah. episodes Yeah, so be long. prepared
0: to like spend some time watching Love Island if you start diving into you it. You will binge. You <laughs> will binge watch it. You will lose days of your life going into this. Yeah. Um, but Australia has like I think two or three seasons. Mm-hmm. U.S. has three seasons, I think. Yeah, I think there's only two, two no, of two the U.S. Seasons. and yeah. then
1: there's like five or six of the U.K.
0: Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I know the U.K. has the most. Um, I have to watch it with subtitles on when yeah. I watch U.K. and Australia because I can barely understand them.
1: I was so excited that you actually suggested that because
0: I was having such a hard time yeah. too,
1: but the subtitles just make it way easier. Yeah.
0: Way easier. Um, But, yeah, we can talk about the whole, like, booze situation. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So this is funny because Jessica had actually told me this prior to me watching the show. And me and Dustin started on, like, season five, I think, for Love Island. We didn't start early on. But Jessica was like, nobody really gets, like, drunk or, like, acts stupid. So she looked it up to see, like, if there were rules around their drinking And they do actually limit the alcohol consumption on that show, which I obviously think is, like, really cool and really awesome. Because you add alcohol to a situation like that and you add drunk people to a situation like that where people are dating multiple people or whatever, it just would be absolutely horrible. But also, you kind of see it play out. In season one, in season two of Love Island UK, I don't think they had those no, same rules. No, they didn't. Yeah. And it's just, it's very dramatic. People kiss, have sex way sooner mm-hmm. with all the alcohol. They're like chain smoking cigarettes and drinking yeah. like the entire, I don't know, season two. But I just think that that's kind of a cool thing is that they do limit their alcohol to a certain amount and they kind of set those rules around it and i think that it it probably protects people a little bit more within that show and also i would not want to be drunk on national television so i think that that is kind of a cool thing too
0: well and you think about putting yourself in that vulnerable of a situation where you're showing up to buy yourself to a house full of strangers <laughs> in a foreign country
1: mm-hmm.
0: to date like how nerve-wracking If I was handed a bottle of vodka, I'd chug it too. Mm -hmm. Like that is like your number one, like safekeeper, right? To like avoid an awkward situation is to lubricate yourself a little bit and then you're not feeling as awkward. Mm -hmm. So it just goes to show you like the connections that are being built on the show are so genuine Mm -hmm. because they don't have the booze in the way. Mm -hmm. You know, It's, it's really, really interesting. Yeah.
1: And I think maybe if you're somebody who doesn't drink or you're sober and maybe you're dating, It might be an interesting perspective for you to watch season two compared to season five of Love Island UK, because I'm sure that there's so much that you're going to relate with with your dating life just by watching those. And I think the later seasons show just how much better dating can be without alcohol. Uh Uh-huh. So 100%. Yeah. I also want to mention with the Love Island US version, Ariel. I don't know her last name. It might be like Vander I think something, Vanderberg or something. Yes. I don't know. She is well. Hilarious. She just got
0: married though. She got married. Didn't oh. they to Matt Cutshall? Ariel Ariel is her name now.
1: I just love her. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you're like totally missing out. But she's the host of the Love Island U.S. version, which honestly made me so excited about it.
0: Um, and that actually is a great transition into our next show because Ariel, the host of U.S. Love Island. Her husband was actually in Vanderpump Rules. Oh my God. Just like (laughs) in the background of one scene. I'm still using it as a transition. Okay. He was barely in that show, but he was in it.
1: Yeah. I remember when you were like, wait, what? Like I didn't realize this. So Vanderpump Rules is another reality TV show, which you had not
0: watched for so long. Okay. So this is what's funny about that. I worked in the bar industry all through college and people I worked with. Always talked about Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. They were so obsessed with that show. I knew it was based in LA. That's Mm -hmm. all I knew about it. I thought it was a real estate reality show. For some reason, I had that in my head and I don't know where I got it. Clearly, I was so wrong. So... Last year when you were telling me about Vanderpump Rules because you were watching the recent season Mm -hmm. and I just happened to be at your house. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, "Okay," like and I watched it with you. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it was a freaking reality TV show about people working in a bar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what a missed opportunity (laughs) that I waited this fucking long to watch this show. But it was actually almost better because I then got to binge the entire thing rather than like wait for things to be premiered. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was like, I had no idea. That series is one of those fun series to just binge Mm -hmm. like
1: season one through season, whatever they're currently on, because you get to see just all of them go through all these transitions. People are dating different people Mm -hmm. and it just, you see how everything plays out. All of their lies come to light. I am not even kidding. If A TV show makes me not want to drink alcohol. Like, yep, it is this one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is this
0: TV show. So watching Vanderpump Rules like was definitely gave me like flashbacks of working in the bar industry because it's exactly what it's like. Like they work all night serving alcohol. So as soon as they're off work, all they do is go get drunk at a different bar. And mm-hmm. it's like that was my life for a period of time. Mm-hmm. We would get off work and all we would want was booze because we just watched everybody else party all night mm-hmm. long.
1: Or you're like dating the bartender or which dating the did. bartender, <laughs> which I did.
0: Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And people, you know, on Vanderpump Rules, it's about everybody working at Sir Restaurant in L.A., So it's all the staff, but they're all like, you know, they've all became friends. Some of them have started dating each other. Mm -hmm. So it follows them while they're working in the bar, but it also follows them outside of Mm -hmm. work and just follows their lives. And there is so much drinking and so much drama. And it's just amazing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely like one of those shows where you'll, you'll notice how bad alcohol can be and how it can destroy friendships, Mm -hmm. how it can destroy relationships. And I think what's interesting is, so I rewatched the show recently, like you said, like this summer, and I was able to see, I was able to acknowledge all of it and to kind of see like, oh this drinking is bad for all of these people. They would all be better off if they didn't like drink alcohol or whatever. But I I didn't catch that before. Like when I was still drinking, yeah. I never acknowledged it like that. So it was just a different perspective to watch it now versus then too.
0: Yeah. Um, I really liked Vanderpump Rules. I think it's a great recommendation for a reality show. I think everybody should watch it. The I'd say the only downside is how drunk they are all the time but other than that it's there's it covers so many things that happen in so many people's lives Mm -hmm. like cheating and relationships you know like friends 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 stabbing you in the back Mm -hmm. you know um like getting engaged going through divorce um going through like i don't know Just different like mental health issues like it covers so many different things that people struggle with.
1: Yeah. People like losing their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much stuff.
0: And something that's like so something that we need to remember, too, because like obviously when you watch reality TV shows, you like certain people and you don't like certain people. There's definitely some people on that show that I do not like, but it's like I have to remember that like this person is getting all of their. Shit just out there to everybody to see. Yeah. And it's kind of scary. Like they're being judged real hard. Mm -hmm. Like these are real people. Mm
1: -hmm. I absolutely hate that side of reality TV. Like it's easy to look at somebody else's life and be like, they're doing it wrong. They Mm -hmm. fucked up. Like even for me to like judge their drinking on the show, like I don't know. It's just they're putting themselves out there. They didn't have to put themselves on television. Mm And it opens them up to so much hate, which kind of comes back to like some of the stuff that we talk about, just even putting ourselves out there on social media, like opens us up for hate. So Mm -hmm. imagine like the level that these people are at. And I even see this a lot with like the Bachelor cast, like which might as well just like talk Mm -hmm. about that right now. Like people on the internet saying horrible things about these people, like sending them death threats, Mm -hmm. like making memes that are horrible. And it's just like. I will not even engage with that kind of thing on social media anymore because it just it irritates me like it makes me so mad because it's so easy to just like cast judgment on somebody and like call them out. But if somebody was to do it to you, it, it wouldn't feel good. You know? I
0: just I just don't get it because like no matter what show I've watched and how much I've disliked somebody on that show, I've never personally tried to call them out over the internet
1: or like made a meme about it and posted it
0: like that is just like you think that like people think that they know that person from what they're seeing on the reality tv show but you don't know that person Mm -hmm. like yeah Mm -hmm. you're seeing everything in their life and like all of the mistakes that they're making but like there's a lot behind the scenes that you're not seeing either and it's just like Just leave the person alone. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, you don't know, like, how the producer may have manipulated that that situation, or, like, really, if what they said was taken out of context, you don't know. The TV shows, you think about it, they want drama. Mm -hmm. They want you being like, this guy is crazy. I hate that bitch because you're going to come back and you're going to watch the show. I even think about this this current season of The Bachelor with Matt James, one of the girls on there, Victoria she's a total fucking bully. I hate her in the show, but like she got a lot of hate on the internet too. And now people are kind of bullying her the way that she was bullying other people in the show. Mm -hmm. And I started reporting that kind of stuff on Instagram as bullying. You're so funny. But then when I watched the show back, I was like, I don't know why I'm sticking up for this girl because they're like posting her mugshot and stuff from when she like had shoplifted. Um, but I kind of have started reporting that stuff, like I said. But when I watched the show, I was like, wow, I don't know why I felt the need to defend this girl <laughs> because she is such a bully to the other women.
0: But I don't know. So The Bachelor and Bachelorette um, obviously is interesting. I feel like I'm almost falling out of liking it. I've liked it for many years. Mm-hmm. And just like the last few seasons, I found myself just not as intrigued with it. I uh, there's a lot of drama, which is why people like to watch it. Yep. Another. Everyone's hot again. Another reason we like to watch it. Yep. But the biggest thing that confuses me and makes me like uninterested at times is it's not realistic dating. No, it's not. You know, like the reality TV shows that we watch, like Love Island. I mean, yeah, you're probably not going to be on a tropical vacation and have a bunch of hot people show up, but, like, at least it's, like, even numbers most Mm -hmm. of the time and, like, you know, building friendships as well as relationships Mm -hmm. in, like, a group setting, whereas, like, you're just giving, like here, you're a really hot guy. Come on to our show and spend time with 35 hot women and yeah. decide who you want to marry. Like yeah. what?
1: I always think it would be hard to be the bachelor or the bachelorette too, because how do you go from having this really deep, intimate conversation with one person and then also just flip it and do the same thing with another, exactly. and then another, and then another.
0: I think about the first night of every bachelor yeah. season, I'm like I would not last.
1: I would feel fake as fuck.
0: I would feel so fake. How like how do you remember e- anybody's names either? Well,
1: and just pretending that you fucking like everybody, mm-hmm. I'd be like, sorry, I just like don't feel a connection. Like I wouldn't. I'd go send on so many date. people home
0: the first night. Yeah, I bet you. I bet yeah. you I would.
1: And they don't. They don't send a ton of people no. home the first night. You know, I've always thought it would be. I'd be really interested to see what would happen if they had like two guy bachelors and then the girls are competing for like both guys. Which they kind of do on Bachelor in Paradise in a way, but I just kind of feel like it would be a totally different dynamic because then the guys would also be competing with each other. Yeah. And then the girls competing with each other. And I don't know, I feel like it might forge more authentic relationships. I think it would. I
0: think competition can be good. Yeah. You know, like I just feel like the bachelor or the bachelorette has no competition. They're just getting to yep. pick the best fish out of the sea. Yep. And it's just like they just think that they're hot shit the whole time. Yep.
1: Well, and the contestants, it's like they don't know who the bachelor is going to be or the bachelorette's going to be when they go on the show. So how do we even know that they're really falling in love with this yeah. person? Or are they just pretending mm-hmm. to like get to the end or. Yeah. To
0: I Get the fame.
1: Yeah, at least
0: we're not the ones like emotionally involved in this. Mm -hmm. Like, thank God. Like the whole controversy with Dale and Claire. Like everybody thinks that he just went along with that in the recent Bachelorette, or I think he Bachelorette seasons ago. I guess now because Tayshia was afterwards. But yeah, like they, what like he proposed to Claire so quickly within like the first two weeks of the show, and then now they're split up, and it's like what?
1: Well, I mean, I think. She fell for him fast because, like, they had the quarantine time. And the pre Yeah. And she said she didn't message him, but she just followed him on Instagram. She did
0: stalk him on Insta.
1: I, I can feel like I know somebody from Instagram. So then, I mean, it,
0: I've looked at his Instagram and I've fallen in love with him, too. So <laughs> I get it.
1: Yeah. But then it's like he may not have had that same connection with her, but then her mind's, like, made up. And he's like, well, shit, I'm the one you want to be like be with you know so then he probably felt the pressure of like
0: okay I need to propose I don't know that whole thing was just such a weird I just feel like he from what I've grabbed from like because I've followed him on social media way before he was on the bachelorette
1: because he
0: was a guest on girls gotta eat podcast one of my favorite podcasts they brought him on like one of their first episodes and like when they first started their podcast he was a guest yeah and that's how I first found out about him. And I started following him on Instagram and I really liked him. I thought he was a super confident person, but like super, he seemed super caring at the same time. Like, you know, donating to charities and like all of that and like really family oriented. Mm-hmm. Like he just seemed like a really good, genuine guy. And so when I saw him like proposing to her that quickly, it just de- definitely made me question because like you're saying, maybe he felt pressured. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like he's a confident enough guy where he could have been like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like, I, hey, I really like you, too. But like, we don't need to get engaged right the second. Mm-hmm. Like you could they could have chosen just to leave the show together, mm-hmm. not engaged. Mm-hmm. That is allowed. Yeah. Like people have done that. True. So it's like, why didn't he just do that?
1: I don't know. It
0: just makes you wonder.
1: Yeah. And then he releases that freaking statement. And then Claire's like, I was made aware of this mutual statement at at the same same time. time. How (laughs) freaking shitty. It makes me very much dislike him. But she was also she also is like the type of person Claire is. that It seems like she knows what the hell she wants and she goes for
0: it. She's not afraid
1: and she will stand up and call you the fuck out if you do something wrong. So I don't know. I just feel like it's a weird mix of weird mix of things. But yeah. So do you want to dive into
0: Oh, actually, I do want to do a quick... Since we brought it up, I do want to do a quick Bachelor in Paradise because I totally didn't write that down, okay. but then you said it and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, that's a really good recommendation. Yeah. If you're somebody that's watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette for many years now and you've never watched A Bachelor in Paradise... Do it. Do it because it's way better than watching The Bachelor Some of my
1: favorite Bachelor couples have come from Bachelor in Paradise. Yep.
0: So they basically put you know, fan favorites from the bachelor series
1: or fan dis- not favorites. Oh the yeah. Ones we hate.
0: Well, yeah, I should say the villains. Yeah. Fan favorites and villains from the seasons and they put them on a tropical island and it's more like almost like a love island. Mm-hmm. It literally is almost the same setting as a love island, yeah, except is. you don't win money at the end. You yeah. just win Get love. An engagement ring. Yeah. You just win love. Um, but yeah, so they take all of these people that have never met each other some of them have obviously but put them on the island they're you know all in their bikinis the whole time they give them some booze and they just try to find love on the island Mm -hmm. with there's I don't know what like 15 of them maybe at a time
1: yeah probably yeah and then they'll send in a new girl or a new guy and then they'll have a date Mm -hmm. and they get to take whoever out on a date that they want and then they do rose ceremonies so it's just like and then if you don't have a rose, you have to go home. Yeah. Like.
0: It's really, really good. Yeah. I really like that a lot better than The Bachelor yeah. and Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, so. I agree. Um, I remember you mentioning like the island where they filmed that Yeah, or something like so that. Yeah, so
0: you can actually stay at the place that they film Bachelor mm-hmm. in Paradise. You can rent it out like rooms there. We should do that one I want to do that. I want to do that. And I want to, once we're really rich, rent out the Love Island house too. Oh my
1: God, that. Yeah, <laughs> so freaking nice. It's gonna, very on brand for us with all the neon. I know.
0: Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to
1: happen.
0: Um, so is there any other shows that you have on your list that you want to talk about? Um, Younger. Let's yes. talk about okay. that. So Younger is one of our all-time favorite shows. If you grew up watching Hillary Duff, um, this is the show for yes. you.
1: Yeah. I fucking love Younger. Younger is based in New York City. Mm-hmm. They work at a publisher a book publisher company and it's just it's so good um one of the main characters Liza basically she is 40 and she's pretending to be 26 to Mm -hmm. get a job so she hangs out with all of these 26 year olds and she's like keeping this secret um and she dates this younger guy and I fucking love that show (laughs) I'm so sad that there's like not a current season that I could watch like it's my favorite show of all time
0: I do say that they have not produced enough of that show for my liking like I do feel like I don't get to watch it as much as I want to but at the same time I feel like that's almost strategic of them and Mm -hmm. I feel like they're doing it on purpose Mm -hmm. because as soon as a new season drops they drop the whole season like on Hulu yeah and you can just binge it yeah and it's just like oh my god so I have like two whole days where I just watch it and then I'm like
1: fuck Fuck, I have no more to watch no
0: more left I have to go
1: back to the beginning yeah or you then you're looking for another good show which I will say if you liked Emily in Paris or if you liked Younger those two shows are actually written by the same person are they really which I as soon as I started Emily in Paris and I saw that I was like no wonder I love this show so much so just something
0: Yeah. yeah Younger highly recommend It's obviously just got a lot of relationship stuff, a lot of friendship stuff. Hilarious,
1: like funny stuff. Yeah. It's a little bit
0: goofier of a show. Yeah. Like the characters are a little goofy in it, which is funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: So many good episodes. So definitely check that out. And then I feel like if you like younger, there's also a show, Jessica recommended this one to me called Good Trouble, which is a spinoff from a TV show called The Fosters. Yeah you said. Um, But Good Trouble is it's another show you're going to binge watch that you're going to love.
0: It is so good. Um, I was like, I randomly found it, randomly started watching it. I didn't know it was a spinoff from The Fosters when I started watching it. Mm-hmm. There was parts of it that weren't explained, and I was a little confused. But that's because it was a spinoff of The Fosters, so I was supposed to have already known who certain characters yeah. were. Like, they expected that I had already watched The Fosters. Yeah,
1: like their brother comes in yeah. town, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah, it
0: just doesn't give much backstory on some people. But Good Trouble, they, you know, it's like two stepsisters who graduate college they get their degrees they move to LA on their own and try Mm -hmm. to like start their careers you know after college they're two they're working at two separate places one's becoming a lawyer yep the other one is working at a tech tech company tech company um so they both have like you know high powered jobs it's definitely a woman empowerment show Mm -hmm. um they and it hits all of those hot topics yeah, too. Yeah, they
1: talk a lot about social justice. Mm-hmm. Um, white fragility is like a big topic that's in there. They're like one of the cases that the lawyer's working on is about a black boy that was shot by mm-hmm. a cop. Um, yeah. So it's very like relevant topics. And they definitely dive into a lot of the stuff that. Like, we're trying to unlearn right now, too. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's really good at teaching you about all of that stuff without overwhelming you, Mm -hmm. too. Like, it's I don't know. They just play it really, really well. Yeah. It's just like woven into the Mm storyline and it just
1: like kind of all comes together because there are different characters, too. It's not just like the two stepsisters. There are different people. Like, there's like an activist. There's like a teacher. There's like a guy that lost his son. Uh There's just like all of these different people
0: yeah so they end up moving into this apartment building what is it called the camaraderie the coterie coterie the The coterie coterie. okay so it's like this big apartment building it's actually a really shitty apartment building they move into because it's cheap and there's like a whole community of people that live in this apartment building Um, And they all share the common spaces like Mm -hmm. the kitchen and stuff. So it's like they become this big family Mm -hmm. and each it kind of shows like a little bit of each person's story Mm -hmm. and then how it's like all intertwined at the same time. Yep. Yeah. It's so good.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a good show. So good.
0: I actually went back and started watching the Fosters afterwards just to like try to give myself more of the backstory that I was missing. And I highly recommend the Fosters too. They are in high school during it which I'm obviously way past high school now. Mm -hmm. So it's not as intriguing to me. More of the college scene was more like my age. So it was more interesting. But I think if you're somebody that's younger than us Mm -hmm. and you're somebody that's in high school, then the fosters is going to be right up your alley too. So.
1: And let's be real. You're going to finish Good Trouble in like three days Mm -hmm. and then you're going to need something else to watch. So. Once you finish everything else on the list, then you can watch The Fosters,
0: too. Exactly. So. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to add in? No, I think I hit all of my TV show recommendations that I have. Well, if you like any of these specific
1: shows, like if you're listening and then you're like, if they like this, they will also Ooh, like this yeah. show, please tell us. Please let us know. We need to
0: know. Um, But yeah, that's all we've got for you guys today. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. back.